0: All right, welcome everybody to Rapture Prep. This is a podcast that we're starting to let people um, be aware of the situation that this world's facing. Um, right now, I'm with my co-host Eric. Hey, Eric, how's it going? Pretty good. We're we're going to be talking about the rapture, of course, and about prepping. So these are two things that some people may not know about Uh, of course the rapture is prophesied in the bible as uh, an end time event and um, in the end time event of the rapture there's other many other things that take place during this time and so (laughs) you know to give you a little bit more explanation of this there's different, in the book of Revelation, there's different seals and vials and things like that that have to occur before what people call Armageddon or the the Great Tribulation, right? These are, it's very intense, a lot of scripture behind it. Um, Just to give you a brief overview, to give you a brief overview of end time events, right now we're ready for the sixth trumpet, which could be World War Three, which the sixth trumpet will wipe out a third of mankind. So that's approximately two billion people, right, Eric?
1: That is approximately two billion people.
0: That's yeah. right. You know but that is can go down.
1: insane to even fathom, considering we had World War Two was what fifty-two million people, and World War One was like eight million people or something like that. But you know, we're a more interconnected world now, so even things like uh, when you add in things like food shortages and all these things that happen with a war, you could see how the, the uh, fatalities could be exponentially worse.
0: And we all are very dependent on one another with imports and exports. This is things that most Americans don't think about on a daily basis. But uh, with the right now, this being uh, May 26th, there's uh, sanctions that the U S has put on Russia and other places that are causing food shortages. And President Biden has spoke this out loud on camera, saying there will be food shortages. So this isn't a scare tactic or anything like that. This is reality. And we know
1: that we know that President Biden doesn't know what day it is, but his handlers did tell him to tell you that there's going to be food shortages. So (laughs) it has to be real. In that yeah. sense, because if, if he knows there's going to be food shortages, then everybody knows there's going to be food shortages. So, you
0: know. Right. And so um, we, we, <laughs> we, are, we want to stay away from, our, our, you know, a Republican or Democrat mindset when presenting the information to you. Um, this is but, true. but both parties will agree. President Biden has some some issues going on mentally, not knowing where he's at, not knowing what he's talking about um he's in bad shape and so um but the information he does get is coming from somewhere else from experts and he's trying to share that with us and so there's gonna be food shortages so this you know so that's you know, why in, in,
1: in essence it almost looks what do you think it almost looks designed though right because if you're gonna i mean if you're going to i'm just kind of throwing this out there if you're gonna put sanctions on a country that you know before you sanction them hey these people produce uh, all this wheat and they produce this and they produce that right and you know they're gonna respond by tightening their food supply up that punishes your own people right and that's kind of what he was saying right that basically hey it's gonna get real over here you you guys all got to sacrifice for these sanctions that we put on russia
0: right yeah yeah it is pre-planned and so but he's letting us know up front and so be prepared Um, For the price hikes, we've already seen them. Eggs, for me, have doubled over here in Texas. Other dairy, other products uh, have almost doubled, anywhere from fifty percent to hundred percent. We already see that the food prices are are getting hiked up. Gas, almost five dollars a gallon, about four fifty in Texas, which is record. It's a record. So everything is record setting right now. So when we look at the rapture and the prep, right, the rapture prepping. It's both. We're in the end times right now, and we're, we're coming upon the the end of all events. And <laughs> saying that, you have to be prepared for this. So there's a spiritual side to uh, what's going on in the natural, and you can't go overboard either way. There needs to be a balance. Um, you need to be, like Jesus said, you know, you're the spirit talking to the Pharisees. You're the spiritual leader, and you can't see the signs, right? You can uh-huh. see the weather, but you can't look at the spiritual, you know? So you have to be looking at both and that's where it takes, you know, we'll be looking at um, political uh, statements, like what we're doing with the president. We'll be looking at spiritual, looking at scripture. So this is going to be a balance of both and your responsibility in these end time, uh, this end time era. So there will be a balance there. And so right now um, we're at the sixth trumpet that's ready to be um, take place. And that unfortunately is a third of mankind being wiped out. So that could be uh, from um, now the Bible talks about the great dragon rising out of the East and this war taking uh, place with the four angels being loosed over the river Euphrates, all these things over in the middle East. It doesn't really necessarily talk about America, but that does not mean that we're not going to be involved and so you know we have to be prepared if we um if we're going to be directly involved or not with nuclear bombs whatever doesn't matter there's going to be sanctions put on everybody all over the world and so there's there's going to be massive food shortages right
1: yeah i would i would i would so even if let's say you know, uh, theologically somebody says, well, I don't think we're at this trumpet or that trumpet or whatever. Right. Which I think, you know, we, we very well could be, but if, if, even if we're not quite there, right. We just take a look around, even in the natural, right. Just uh, even a, uh, it's kind of like when you see storm clouds coming in, right. You know, it's going to rain. Right. I think yeah. they use that example. And so it's like, well, right. all right, there's sanctions, there's this going on, there's war, there's inflation. and like, I looked at the data on uh, food inflation. And for um, what month is that? Uh, for May, uh, food inflation was 9.4% in one month from, I think if I'm reading this uh, table correctly, which I look back and there's hardly any other months in history that it was that high until you go all the way back to.
0: Great depression or uh, something. No,
1: 1981, there was some, okay. that's was 10, you know, but I mean, but then there's then it's low again. And then all the way back to 1973, then you start seeing these that you had a really rampant inflation during that time. You had people's interest rates that were like 16 percent a year on CDs. And stuff. I mean, it was ridiculous inflation back then. Right. But
0: well, uh, and so just to give the people um, a little bit of uh, background on us, that uh, Eric is a financial advisor guy. So he is into the numbers and he's very political. And so he's into everything on the political realm, very involved. And so from that aspect of, you know, being in the, the worldly sense of government politics, right. Um, mm-hmm. Finances, all these things, he's very well aware. And on the other, the flip side, I'm, that's not my strength. My strength is the spiritual side. I've been a pastor, ordained minister for over 20 years. I have a master's degree in theology. And so you're going to get two sometimes different and conflicting, possibly worldviews of events. But we're always going to come together and agree that, you know, the signs of the times are here. And we need to prepare both ways. And so it's pretty cool how God put this all together. So you're going to wind up seeing um different different perspectives but the same events unfolding in the spiritual and the natural they go together just like yeah. science with god you can't you know science w- will explain god they're complementary. um uh, some christians be like oh we don't believe in science that's all that's done that's old christianity <laughs> where they yeah. were scared of science no bring it yeah. on Let let's show you where you know Noah's Ark is built or, or buried or whatever. You know what I'm saying? The chariots in the sea that proves Pharaoh and archaeology and all these things. Let's go. Let's 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 prove this. You know what I'm saying? And so that's why we need the political mindset and the financial data, everything to all the numbers to add up, you know, because spiritually we're looking at things too. And so just yeah, to this, give you a little uh, background.
1: This article here says that uh uh, in rising inflation has made it more expensive to eat at home, and it's talking about grocery prices have increased, and they say that it's a a forty one year high. You know, as far wow. as the cost of, of uh, food. So if you look at a uh, uh, forty one, you know, flour and margarine, or flour and baked flour mixes have gone up. Uh, and this was this date is actually a little old, probably more than this since then. 14.2%, butter and margarine, 14%, meat and poultry, 13.8%, milk thirteen 13%, percent, eggs eleven percent. Now you, oh, with yeah, what, that's, you just,
0: that's outdated big time. Yep, yeah.
1: What you just described, it's obviously gone up even more than that. Yeah, and it's getting <clears way> worse
0: <throat> because the from the numbers I've looked at, they're saying that we only have about fifty percent of the diesel fuel that we need right now for the trucks to to keep, you know, getting all the groceries and everything to us. And so fuel has got shot up and that that causes every other price to go up as well, because it all has to be delivered to the stores. And so, yeah, right now we're only seeing the price rise because of gas. We're not really even seeing the the fertilizer shortage that you were talking about earlier in mm-hmm. with Russia. Right. What were you saying? The numbers were there.
1: I believe it was that Russia produces around 20% of the world's nitrogen fertilizer. And if you add in Belarus, uh, it's around 40% of the potassium, uh, fertilizer, which we sanctioned both of those countries. So, you know, uh, so combined they're at 40, 40%. Um, now I don't think that's of the world's total fertilizer that's, but still you have to have each one of these fertilizers, these chemical fertilizers to, uh, you know, produce the food, and the world has had the biggest population explosion that it's had in, in history because of the wide availability of these commercial fertilizers. So, a good portion of the world is only alive because of these uh, chemical fertilizers that are around. If the fertilizers go away, there's going to be a massive die-off of people because they can't, they won't be able to feed the world on the scale that we've been doing it.
0: Yeah, I was reading the uh, the same article. And we were discussing that, and you know the breakthroughs they've had with the um, the nitrogen and uh, how they build the fertilizer um, that's being threatened now. And so it's kind of like Miracle Grow, you know, that process is being um, disrupted, and so we're not yeah. going to have the same yield, right? That's what they were talking about.
1: Yeah, and you know what's really kind of a side topic. Interesting here is on the same same topic, but a lot of these uh, genetically modified foods and things, and don't get me wrong, genetically modified foods have been uh, a big reason for a lot of the world being fed. But many of these seeds, like you read the Bible and it talks about how uh, it produces after its own kind. And, you know, Mm -hmm. so a lot of these seeds now, though, they yield the crop one time. And then the, uh, the farmers have to go back and get the seeds again from Monsanto or from whoever it is and plant again. And cause it's just a dead seed that produces, I mean, it produces a crop once and, and that's that. So, you know, it's, it's even more, they're making it even more difficult even to be self-reliant, you know? So I, I would think one of the things that uh, kind of comes to mind here, that's obvious, right. Is that if you can plant things on your own and make them grow, you know, hmm. uh, then you probably should do that. Right. Because if you have a self-sustaining food source in your backyard you know, or uh, for a while there, and I, I need to go back and do this again. But my wife and I bought this thing called a tower garden, and yeah, I
0: remember that during COVID, yeah,
1: inside the house you could grow enough salad stuff and you know uh, greens and everything to like almost feed it everybody every day at least something, you know. And so, right, uh, and, and of course, as uh, if food becomes tighter, it's more and more important that the food that you do. Get has nutrients and things in it right because uh you're
0: yeah, not, yeah you're not just
1: burning uh dr pepper and uh white bread like uh we're doing right now in america right so you <laughs> <have> that.
0: <laughs> well that, that is true like i i just uh, read something about that as well as far as the um the seeds like uh you can't replant stuff because they're even chopping the bottom of celery and stuff off to where mm-hmm. you can't um, cause put that in the ground, let it grow again. So they're yeah, they're trying to stop. And the New York Times, uh, I'm just looking this up from a couple of months ago. It, it says that Russia and Ukraine together supply more than a quarter of the world's wheat. Okay, there that's a big problem. Okay, so you're looking at um, global uh, problems from just a little war of two countries way way far away from us like galaxy far far away you know um it's gonna hit home and the president's already said it
1: so like time to go gluten-free huh that's the message (laughs) (laughs) yeah and
0: so um that little ingredient is in a lot of things that we don't (laughs) realize Um, oh
1: yeah dude i I was actually gluten-free for like two years or two and a half years and dude it's in everything like so you know, it's it's amazing how much stuff it's in so yeah that that's a, that's a big thing since how you've been doing more research on the the prepping side of things right what would you say uh let, let's like if you're looking at food right what what are the what are the top food items that you feel some people need to stock up on
0: trying to get something that has a um a longer shelf life is the best thing to do. Mm. Um, So, you know, just, just for now, um, trying to get rice, beans, um, dry cereal, peanut butter, dried fruit, canned, uh, canned stuff, non-perishable protein, fruit bars, you know, stuff like that to where um, you you can just use with a can opener or the pop top, whatever. Now that's, that's just for like immediate type use, but it's got a longer shelf life, um, but a little bit longer um, flour, rice, pasta, of course. Now, if you get freeze dried things, I was looking at the um, ingredients on this chicken and dumplings freeze dried. And it was like, the expiration was 2051. Yeah. So this is, this is uh, almost 30 years. Okay. So freeze dried is long-term um dehydrated canned stuff you know if you want to can your own stuff we'll get into a lot of that explaining things um but freeze freeze-dried is the longest you can get you know but yeah oats just little things like that now okay. getting getting into the back to the spiritual side for a second the sixth trumpet which is world war three possibly right taking out a third of mankind that's gonna bring about uh, food shortages. It's just going to be a lot of chaos. But that brings us to the Middle East peace treaty that's prophesied in the Bible. That's Oof. going to begin the final seven years. Period. Okay. Now halfway through that, of course, they're going to be building the Temple Mount and starting to do animal sacrifices again. Um, the Jewish culture, they they're gonna they believe that that's never gone away because the Messiah hasn't came yet. So they're gonna start going back into doing that again. Um now, right in the middle of this seven year or this three and a half years later, right, there's gonna be uh, Satan is going to be um, having his plan come into effect, which is the abomination of desolation, where he's gonna have his Antichrist. Sit in the temple and declare that he's God. And there's going to be uh, the false prophet and um, all these players coming together and forming this, you know, this one world government type thing to where they're going to try and take power and control over the whole world. And at mm-hmm. that point, there's going to be, um, you know, within this last three and a half years of this final seven years, there's going to be a mark of the beast implemented and so and now this is after the antichrist has been revealed so you're not going to get um, a sneak attack with someone trying to you know give you this mark of the beast like through something that's not like labeled as this the is vac- the, yeah this is the um, <laughs> mark of the beast right so it's not gonna be like someone jabs you in the arm with a vaccine like ha, you're going to hell now because <laughs> the bible says that you know, the mark of the beast, once you take that willingly, then, you know, you, you're you going to go to hell. And so your salvation is is gone. That's what the Bible says. And so, but that's pledging allegiance to the Antichrist and his false prophet and um, accepting Satan as your, your master. And so that's going to be denying Jesus. It's the same thing as rejecting someone who's trying to preach Jesus Christ to you out in the streets. It's, it's the same thing you're saying i don't want jesus as my lord and savior get out of here with that it's, and it's the exact same thing so now after the mark of the beast that's when this during this tribulation which is satan's wrath he's trying to take over the world killing christians um there's going to be all sorts of uh persecution there of course and then at the end of this seven year period right that's when jesus is going to come back and that's when, according to the scripture, we're supposed to rise and meet him in the air. Okay. Now, why would we rise and meet Jesus in the air if he wasn't in the air, ready to come back? So that's that's prophesied in First Thessalonians as the second coming of Jesus Christ, which is the same event as the rapture. And so you can read that in um, Second Thessalonians chapter two, verses one through three, um, which is as the day of Christ. Um, and continued on in verse four there as well. And that's the marriage supper of the lamb, which is revelations chapter 19, verses seven and eight. You can read through revelations 19. You'll see all these things. Um, now some people have the theology that, um, there's a, a pre-tribulation to where even, you know, before the tribulation even starts, um, the church is going to get raptured out. Some people even believe it's way before even the sixth trumpet, you know? But according to the Bible, I don't see evidence for that. It's just people wishing that they didn't have to go through anything bad. But, man, look, if you look in other countries right now, people are getting killed and murdered, beheaded for just having a Bible, okay? um, they're already going through the tribulation, you know, for their faith. All the apostles were martyred, you know, being martyred for Christ is nothing new now to Americans. It's like, Hey, wait, you know, I have freedom of speech, so you can't kill me. You know what I'm saying? So being jailed for preaching about Jesus, Christians are going to be like in America. Oh, I was, you know, I'm going to tweet about that. Cause that was, there was injustice. You see what I'm saying? um so it's but no like america we have been so sheltered against the reality of satan and him killing christians wow um so and this uh, is
1: uh this is kind of an old uh saying but i actually got this from listening to john lovell this guy that i like to listen to but he said that uh you've probably heard this before but that um soft men create hard times right
0: <laughs> and, okay.
1: and hard times create hard, harder, harder men, like tougher men, right? And those tougher men create good times, and good times create soft men, right? And so
0: hmm. okay.
1: we've we've had this cycle. We've had all these good times, like what you said, where we're insulated from the realities of persecution. We've had all this prosperity and everything, and what happens is people take their liberties for granted because of that, because it's it's easy going. And they become, uh, they become soft, and they become stupid. In the meanwhile, right? So they start going, oh well, you know, uh, no, you know what? That, that person should be able to uh, say that it's a hate crime if you don't call them by their pronoun, right? And the next thing you know, this person's going to go to you're going to go to jail because you didn't call this person a zer or a z-
0: Um That brings me back to the point of whenever this this COVID happened right all that was just preparation for the mark of the beast like okay you don't take the mark of the beast you're gonna have to shelter you're gonna have to shelter in place we're gonna come around door to door pull you out and you know execute you or whatever so i mean i saw that as like that scared me that's when i was like okay jesus i see this is coming close and so with the market sheltering in place, not being able to even leave your home. And I was out there working during that. So I saw I was the only car on the road because no one else yeah. had, you know, notes from their bosses and stuff like that. They weren't, what Was it called? Uh, need to. The essential. Work. They weren't essential. essential workers. Yeah. Essential workers. Right. So um, everyone else had to shelter in place, getting cabin fever, fee- fee- all this stuff so it's scary i see the end times if y'all don't well look at look blind. at what
1: they did in australia and in china those examples of their covid restrictions are so beyond what we've right. done here yeah that, that is crazy they have little people literally in concentration camps in australia basically <clears throat> if you're you know you're quarantining or whatever and i mean a lot of these people that they've put on in these little camps, these in in tra- entrainment camps or whatever they call them, uh, most of them haven't even tested positive for anything or, or anything. They're just like, wow. hey, we think that we think that you were around somebody who may have had COVID. So we're gonna throw you into this uh, this camp, yeah, camp. And and and, and, uh, and, be- and because Australia gave up their gun rights, uh, they mm-hmm. don't have they did not have a means to fight back which kind of brings us to another thing as far as your your prepping is concerned is that and and i'm big on this so i just want to say not only should you have a gun have some ammo know how to shoot it generally you need to do real world training um whenever you're you know at a gun range and you're standing there and you're shooting at a stationary target that does nothing but sit there right and you have 25 years to pull the trigger sure you can hit something you know um but under stress under pressure under real life situations it's a whole different skill set you know so i would encourage you not only to get guns get ammo but get training uh and get it from people who know what they're talking about who have been in real world combat and things like that
0: right And, And, and and we're definitely going to be doing a whole show just on guns and prepping in that area and the training and everything. Um, There's a lot to that and more than you even realize there's in all of this, (laughs) you need to make sure you have the right people with you um, with different skill sets and all sorts of stuff that we're going to get into, which it's just fascinating. Um, All this Mm -hmm. stuff is amazing. But I do believe that Jesus has given us enough time to know the signs of the times, know um, what's coming down the pipe, and we have some time to prepare. So the goal of this podcast, okay, of of this ministry is to allow us to preach to you that the end is near, like those people, you know, you see in these movies, these bums or uh, hobos with with the signs the end is coming or whatever well unfortunately mm-hmm. that's us right now but you know we're not just out there like doing the spiritual preaching with a scripture holding in the air or whatever we're letting you know hey look you need to prep for this and you need to not hoard but prep and you need to get ready for it um and there's a lot of different ways you can food is one of them right now it's it's inevitable the president just said it. there's going to be food shortages so if you're not uh getting food and getting prepared Well, is it safe to say that you're an idiot? I don't know. I'm going to let you figure that out once you experience the shortages. You see what I'm saying? You'll be at home hungry and being like, hmm, I'm an idiot. Right. So um, (laughs) if you get warned and you don't do something about it, that, you know, that's, I don't know, it's idiotic. Right. So it just is what it is. Um, You need to be smart and prep. So there's food, there's ammo, there is uh, skill sets. Uh, shelter, um, how you're going to, you know, live your lives, gardening, um, hunting, trapping, all sorts of stuff. We're going to get into a lot of um, end time scenarios. And so, uh, you know, this is exciting for me because this God's given us a chance, giving you a chance to prepare and to make it through these times. And so the goal of this podcast to preach to you, the word of God give you warnings, help you to prep, be prepared, but to make it all the way to the rapture alive and avoiding government traps, the traps of Satan, all these other things designed to kill us all. And you've seen it even with Bill Gates and the people talking about, oh, yeah, we need to reduce the population, you know, so uh, all the odds are stacked against us in that essence, you know. now now there's so many of you out there that say we should be uh just trust god and live by faith eric what do you think about that
1: i mean i guess that's awesome as long as you're comfortable with dying quickly
0: (laughs) 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 wow you said quickly okay i mean you you know know what i mean mean, can you explain that a little
1: bit well i mean you know hey it's kind of like if you went to the doctor and the doctor says uh you got really high blood pressure. And, you know, if you don't start taking this blood pressure medicine, you're going to die. And you say, well, that's cool. I'm just going to pray and eat my fast food. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like you might see Jesus quicker. You know what I mean? So it's, it's it's not, it's not, it's not only those people that are that you, but also, you know, those who are around you. And if you're a believer, then I think that God has a purpose for you in these end times. So, Right, You know, why are you shortcutting God or shortcutting yourself also, you know, of, of what your purpose might be during, during all of this, you know what I mean? And there's, you know, what's really exciting about it when you think about it is if the rapture comes in the next seven, 10, 12, whatever it is, years, you have a chance potentially to actually never die. You know what I'm saying? Isn't that cool? Like, you? oh just, yeah, you that would it?
0: be cool. Yeah.
1: You know, you don't even have to you experience death. Yeah, you may have saw death all around you and everything, but like that, the psalm says, you know, a thousand fall at your right hand, ten thousand believe is at your left. I don't know if I'm getting yeah, that correct. Right, exactly,
0: but, backwards, but yeah,
1: <clears throat> yeah. Okay, so I got it backwards. But you know, you you may as well do what you can and then stand and then have faith that God will work it out because, you know, you can you can. Ha- ha- it's kind of like if you go. you know it almost be like if someone says uh hey uh you know you got to pay your bills this month and you go well i'm not gonna go to work i'm gonna live by faith you know what (laughs) what i'm saying
0: (laughs) yeah that hey that that's perfect you made perfect sense there because there's there's hard times coming you know and it's and it's in the natural so i'm not just coming at you with this whole rapture spiritual side we're gonna come at you the prepping side right so in the natural the president said, hey, get ready for food shortages. So should you get ready for food shortages? Yes. Duh. So um, if you don't, that's stupid. Um, and on the same <laughs> side, you know, and the same side, you know, if you have the leader of the free world telling you, hey, get ready and you don't, you're done. So but on the same side, the flip side of that spiritually, we have to be ready for that as well. And so in this podcast, right, if you don't, if you're listening and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, that's the biggest problem you're going to have. Yep. It's, it's, that's an eternal problem, okay? So the Bible says that he came to die for the sins of all mankind. John 3.16 says, For whoever believes in him, they shall not perish. They'll have everlasting life. And so trusting Jesus as your Lord and Savior is the only thing that's going to get you through what the judgment you know that happens after the rapture so um if you haven't trusted jesus as your lord and savior now is the time now is the time to escape god's wrath um and he he provided that on the cross through jesus christ if you're already a christian that's great um you need to be sharing christ with everyone that you can and using apologetics and using this program um the 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 tiktok associated with it at uh, rapture prep to spread awareness preach the gospel you know even if you're you're afraid to preach it preach it uh it doesn't matter but right now if you've heard the gospel and you've never accepted it now's the time now's the time for salvation so put your faith and trust in jesus christ because only he alone can save you so i'm gonna i'm gonna pray a prayer with you real quick and Um, If you've never put your faith in Jesus Christ, now is the time. You are a sinner. You have broken God's law, and his wrath is coming to judge you for that, unless you accept Jesus Christ as your Savior and atonement for that wrath, okay? So like in the Old Testament, the blood was applied to the doorway, so death skipped over it, okay? So God sees the blood of Jesus. If you apply that to your life and accept him as your Lord and Savior, you will not die the eternal death. Um, So just pray this prayer after me. Say, Heavenly Father, thank you for your love for me. I believe Jesus Christ is the Lord and Savior, and I accept him right now. Please forgive me of all of my sins. Cause me to be born again. Give me a fresh start. I accept you into my life and make you Lord of my life. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Now, if you said that, if you said that simple prayer, then and you accepted Jesus into your heart, then the Bible says that you're born again, and that's awesome. So, welcome to the family of God. Now, the journey of faith and uh, reality is uh, is upon your life, and so um, contact us if you have any questions. And that's everyone with prepping or spiritual um eric we have about a minute or so left did you have anything you wanted to conclude with
1: well i think you hit the nail on the head there you know all this other stuff is great and good and it's you know can be interesting and fun and all this but if you don't have christ then you don't have the foundation to build any of this stuff on you know right so that's the most important thing but i would say for those of you who are debating you know should i prep and you know this and all that should i should i you know if you look back in uh, Genesis 41, 46 through 57, you know, it talks about Joseph and how he navigated an agricultural food shortage there. Right. And uh, wow. he was able, he was able to help the people of Egypt and everything because, because he prepared. Right. And so God gave him the wisdom to prepare. And I think that's what the point of this is, is that you know, the, the Bible says that you'll be able to tell, just like with the weather, you can tell, hey, it's about to rain, or hey, it looks like, you know, winter's coming or whatever. I mean, that's it. You know, it yeah. It's kind of obvious that there's stuff that's going on. So, and worst case scenario, let's say you prep for some of these things and then they get resolved. Well, then, okay, you've got some extra food and stuff. I mean, make some more food at home or
0: whatever. Right. Yeah. And so, <laughs> um, we're, we're going to end there and we will see you next time on. The Rapture Prepping Podcast.